What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Big Guy Grind. This is your guy, Carlos, coming back at you for another podcast episode of the week, or for the week, uh, my weekly episode release, I guess. Anyways, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? How have y'all been? How's the grind been going? I hope y'all have had a fantastic week, and I hope y'all continue and finish strong this week as Sunday nears around the corner, and it is the motherfucking weekend, baby. Yeah, time to relax, but still, stay productive, do what you gotta do. In your own ways, find your own ways to relax, you know? That's what it's all about. So, first point I want to bring up today is, um, so as I've, so this week so far, I've honestly been super consistent, right on point. My diet's been kind of eh, but I'm working with what I got, you know? I'm trying to get them protein in, I'm trying to, you know, meet amount, meet the right amount of calories and picking out which, what my calories consist of, uh, you know, wisely and whatnot and making the best choices I can. And I've been consistent with my workouts and stuff. Monday, oh, it hit me hard. I was dragging ass. I was struggling with my weights and everything like that. Tuesday was a little recovery day, did some light cardio, did some trigger sessions, um, did a little bit of um, a lightweight work just to get the blood moving through the muscle to keep that uh, muscle growing factor constant. Um, Wednesday, boom, back at it again with weights a little better, not so fatigued. And not so exhausted after my workout. Thursday, boom, good recovery. Friday, oh man, Friday I was on top of it, man. I was doing my, I was doing my deadlifts grade. I was doing my, my push press grade. Everything was in sync and everything. And today, oh, recovery was so amazing. I was really run, I was really doing my cardio, and I was having so much fun doing it. So yeah, it was really good. It's a really good feeling once you start staying consistent and building up those habits. So I realize, you know, um, as I've as you notice, there's a lot of new people in the gym. Um, there's a big overflow and whatnot and stuff like that. And, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of new people in the gym. There's going to be a lot of people pushing to work hard and stuff like that. And I only give my utmost respect to them as far as um, what they do. Um, when I'm in the gym and stuff like that, I mainly do full body, one exercise. I do. I try to do several compound movements before, and then I start doing my finishers, which is just focusing on muscles that I want to build individually, small muscles like biceps, triceps, uh, forearms, uh, etc., and uh, I notice other people do real heavy weights and then they do sets and stuff like that. And the thing is, uh, let me tell you this. Um, if a trainer tells you that this is the best way to do something or this is a good way to do it, thing is he's full of shit. Because uh, the thing is there's no best only way for people. Because the thing is we all may have the same anatomy such as we all have bones, we all have eyeballs, we all have freaking... Uh, we all have have hair in our heads. We all have uh, well, some people. Um, respect to you, bald people. Anyways, <laughs> we all have a heart. We all have a fucking stomach. You know, we all have all that shit. But our bodies, uh, how the way how the way they react to exercising, how they react to certain diets, and how they react to certain foods and different environment, uh, not different environments. When how how our bodies react to food and working out is completely different. On the other hand, you know, a body part split. So let's say I work out. Uh, backs and bicep back and biceps on Monday and then I do chest and legs on Tuesday for example and I do that consistently during the week a uh, one may have better results than the other one and the reason being is because of the other and the reason being is because our our body reacts differently depending on the workout it's just not the same per the individual and diets are different for people too based on their goals and whatnot you know what what may work well for one person may not work so well on another that's the thing but there are some there are a lot of studies and stuff like that which i will look into that do support the find that you mainly the more the best bang for your buck the the 
the best bang for your buck and what works for a majority of people, I'm not going to say it works for every single fucking person, is simply full body workouts three times a week. Um, there's more science and stuff like that to it, you know, because pretty much let's say you're doing chest, you know, and you're doing so many um Let's say you do chest, all right? You do four, three to four exercises, three sets of ten uh, on the chest specifically. Okay, well, the thing is, what what's going to happen? You're going to beat the shit out of your chest, which is no problem, you know? No pain, no gain, you know? That's the classic saying. But the thing is, you're only going to hit that muscle how many times a week? Once a week. And what's going to happen is you're going to get that muscle building factor. You're going to get the anabolic signal to your muscle. And it's only going to last for about 48 to 36 hours, which is a couple of days. And what's going to happen is it's going to stop and your muscle is going to grow, grow, and then stop. That's it. It's just going to cut off. So it's like the idea here is like, well, what if you were to um, simply break up the amount of exercises throughout the week and you just did full body workouts but like three two to three times a week so guess what's gonna happen you're gonna hit you're gonna monday you hit the chest you you're basically hitting all the muscles monday you hit the chest okay cool you only do one exercise granted it's not a lot of volume but the frequency is key here we hitting it more than once a week and then boom tuesday you do your little recovery you do your cardio and then maybe you do some little exercises to get your blood pumping through your muscles but guess what that muscle signal is still active so guess what happens wednesday boom you hit your chest again and boom you're actually going to feel greater you're going to feel a little stronger because guess what that signal is still active and it got reactivated and it's going to push more next thing you know friday comes along boom it's still active so imagine doing this consistently week to week to week to week i can guarantee you if you do full body workouts um if you do full body workouts consistently several weeks you're gonna gain a lot you're gonna gain some solid mass right there just doing that two to three times a week that's all you gotta do that's the thing but you see the thing is at the end of the day what that might work for a majority of people but there's going to be those several certain people that's not going to work for them they're going to be better off with body part splits so my opinion on this is and the thing is that brings me back to my actually this brings me to my next point the first time i ever worked out so the first time i ever worked out i basically was going to college i was about three i was a heavy dude i was about 360 honestly 370 yeah that was my highest weight i was pushing so i was like you know i'm gonna get in the gym i'm gonna do what i want to do a simple workout so i think i was doing I did bench, I tried to do squats, I gave up, because <laughs> I was a heavy set dude, I wasn't down, you know, I, f I felt like a fucking little ball just going down, you know, and shit like that, so I was like, I felt like a huge ass, I, I was tall and I was big, I ain't gonna fucking squat, because that shit made me feel just uncomfortable, you know, but anyways, I was like, okay, I'll do deadlifts, I'll, I'll fucking bargain with deadlifts, so I was doing sumo, uh, sumo deadlifts, that's just where you have your legs apart, and the, when you grip the bar, it's in the, it, you grip in between your legs instead of outwards, and you're doing, and you're, um, your shoulder width apart, you know, that's sumo deadlifts, um, sorry, just drinking coffee, anyways, um, so I was doing that, I was doing, uh, leg machines, I was doing chest, I was doing shoulders, a little bit of bides and tries, and I was doing that three times a week, so I was like, okay, I'll do a little full body workout three times a week, I noticed a good amount of weight loss. I noticed a solid amount, but my muscles weren't apparent. But because I I had been years, and I'm talking about year, more than five years that I've worked out, you know, af after being in athletics in high school, it had been a while. So I decided to do that. And then you know, as the semester carried on, I tried my best. I, I tracked. Uh, I was cons I tried to stay consistent with my diet. I wasn't tracking calories. I was just you know watching what I eat, not trying to eat fast food or coke, drinking a gallon a day, all that good shit. And uh, next thing you know, I enrolled in Planet Fit. I, I for, and then I enrolled in, in TrueFit originally. I enrolled in TrueFit over the summer, and this happened. Um, this happened about last. Uh, 
This happened about in Jan- uh, January 2019. Yeah, January 2019 is when it all picked up. Uh, no, 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 not ja- Oh shit, no, no, no. This happened in. Uh, oh, this happened January of 2018. Yeah, so that's when I started doing the full body, and then TrueFit. I went to TrueFit over the summer. There was a little membership issue. I left. I went over to Planet Fitness. I adopted the body split model. And not gonna lie, the body split model, I felt pretty good. I was seeing a, a fair, I'd say a fair amount of results. I, I was seeing okay results, you know what I mean? Uh, they were okay, they were good, I got a good pump and stuff like that. And uh, it was feeling good. And then next thing you know, I still, um, you know, I, st- I stumbled across just reading about full body and how you should be, how she, you should incorporate that because um, that majority of people respond well to it. It's a cool factor. And that was a good strategy that I read about. And I was like, you know what, I'll give it a shot. So, um, I was doing, I did it at Planet Fitness, but I realized how important squats and deadlifts are. I realized how important, like how, how key they are into developing your real strength. Actually, a lot of testosterone gets released when you're doing squats because it's such a compound movement that inact, that activates your legs, your core, and even your back too, believe it or not, you know, cause literally think about it, you're going all the way down to the ground and then you're having to just push right up. You know, it's a good, it's a mate, it's a good workout for your hips, quads, and hams, you know, ha- hamstrings um and very very effective so i realized i couldn't do that plan of fitness now no offense to people that use the smith machine but fuck no i'm sorry i i the thing is when you do a squat everybody has a certain form they have a certain um there's a correct form for squats there's a dang, there's a correct form but it doesn't have to be perfect by the books like knees 90 degree angles fucking everything's all straight and stiff no i mean the thing is people have their natural curvatures and that's the thing people have different uh bone uh people have different muscle attachments uh one bone is longer than the other and shit like that as compared to people so when they squat they may look a little different from your form but that doesn't mean that they're wrong that means they're they have as long as they have proper form they're not fucking bending their back over they're not fucking um uh moving too much forward too much back you know and they they mainly they basically keep their core braced they keep their back from bending over and they can squat up and down engaging the hips and engaging the quads and the hamstrings everything's good you know your knees aren't too forward over your fucking uh, foot to where you're gonna fall forward you know what i mean all of that all those little simple things is what lines up a good squat so the thing is a Smith machine forces your body into a certain position to do a squat. And the wrong thing about that is you're forcing your body from being natural. And what that's going to happen is since your body's not used to being in that perfect form, it's going to have to make adjustments or it might just injure itself. So that's why I don't advocate the use of the Smith machine. There is use for it. I'd say for honestly for bench press because you have that little support. So you can do a little heavier on the bench press. But people that kind of just, you know, try to squat with it, I would say recommend it. I would recommend just use dumbbells and do goblet squats or goblet squats with dumbbells or just get some dumbbells and just... Um, just do some squats with those, to be honest, or get uh get the little uh, barbells, but the mini ones with the that are 80, 60 pounds and whatnot. And just do uh just do some squats with those as well, you know. Um, I would suggest that only because, like I said, the Smith machine fo- forces your form, and you can't do deadlifts at Planet Fitness. Uh, God forbid you slam the weight on the ground, and bam, the fucking lunk alarm, you know, rings. And I did I did appreciate Planet Fitness for that, but I mean, uh, the one the one I went to, I mean, they didn't really use it much, you know. But anyways, which is a good thing, I guess. But yeah, I realized I needed to incorporate deadlifts and squats as much as I hated squats. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fucking get this. I'm going to get it down. So I enrolled back in TrueFit. I got the membership I wanted. I decided to pay premium. I'm in a contract granted, but it's like I'm, I'm willing to commit to this at least 
I'm willing to commit to this, to this gym, you know, going and stuff like that, getting myself better in shape for more than a year, of course. So I, I enrolled with them and I started doing squats and deadlifts and man, I felt powerful. Man, it felt great. It felt good to finally be able to do squats and deadlifts. And as I progressed, I was doing, so basically I learned as I went, you know, I learned compound movements, important ones to incorporate that really help with strength and stuff like that. You know, cause the thing is people do, people do like three, three different workouts of shoulders and that's great and all, but the thing is you're beating the shit out of your shoulder and who wants to wake up the next day to have to beat the shit out of another muscle. That's going to fatigue you over time. That's the thing. You're going to be beat up. You do not never want to go to the gym. The thing is people think soreness is a key factor to an effective workout. No, it ain't. You don't have to be sore to feel worse. Workouts. If you fucking lift your bicep, you're activating that muscle. The only difference is you're activating it with no weight. If you do it with weight, you're, it's going to be effective either way. You don't not you do not need to be sore to know it's an effective workout. That prolonged soreness, uh, which is more at first when you work out, you're going to feel sore because your body's going to get used to it. Once it gets used to it, and then weeks or months or God, God forbid years down the road, you finally you start feeling pain and stuff like that and soreness uh, prolonged. That's a, that's a bad, that's a bad factor. That means something's wrong. That means something may be damaged, you know? So you can't look at soreness as a key factor to an effective workout. God forbid a fucking trainer wants to put you through a whole circuit and stuff like that. No, you don't want to side with that. Because the thing is, a trainer's supposed to orientate himself to what your goals are and what your passion is. And if it's longevity and health and fitness and learning to enjoy health and fitness, it ain't, he, I mean, he shouldn't be putting you through a fucking tough-ass circuit to be like, oh, yeah, you feel that burn and everything like that? I'm a good trainer. It's like, no, you're not. You're just going to hurt him over time. Because, yeah, you can, and don't get me wrong, the thing is, the human body is very phenomenal. It's very uh, resilient, super resilient. But the thing is, do you think you can honestly put on that much workload beating your muscles up day to day for weeks and weeks, for years and years? years no you can't the body the body can handle a tremendous amount of stress but eventually it's gonna break down and you gotta take care of that you gotta realize you gotta ask yourself when i'm 40 do i want to be fucking walking or do i want to be fucking in pain and uh arthritis not arthritis in pain and fucking having joint uh joint pains and all this stuff eventually no you don't you want to be able to work out get lean get in fit get in shape and keep that going until you're in your late ages late stages of life you know, that's that's the thing. That's what it comes down to at, at the end of the day. A lot of people like to see the short-term fitness of goals. They like to see fast progress and stuff like that. At the end of the day, progress ain't going to fucking progress ain't going to happen over time without action. You need action. But the thing is you can't expect progress within a short amount of time. That's why when it comes to working out, the core foundation behind it is consistency and patience. And then once you get from there, it's the workout. And then from there, it's the diet. And then once you get in the diet, it's tracking calories. And then it's tracking macros. You see, you learn one thing. You learn to be consistent. Then you want to take on another thing. You learn to be consistent. And then you just keep going. And next thing you know, you end up lean, healthy, and fit the right way. Not the wrong way through supplements, all that pre-workout and shit. Shit, you want to know a good, effective pre-workout? You fucking just drink a cup of coffee. That's all you need, a little talk. You go to you go to Starbucks. You put up, you turn on your little cure egg that you use. And you make a cup of coffee. You drink it. And then you go work out and tell me how you feel because like i said guaranteed not 10 out of 10 i guarantee you this every pre-workout has caffeine and stimulants in it it has niacin you know what niacin stimulates sweating so you think you're getting a good pump you think you're energized stuff like that it's just a bunch of stimulants running through your body imagine drinking that day after day after day after day all those chemicals all those sugars what they're doing to your body it ain't good news i'll tell you that much Ah, sorry, I just felt like going on a little rant there. <laughs> but the thing is, at the end of the day, 
this is from my personal experience and this is what i've noticed i literally have single-handedly always done fasted workouts yeah yeah i stop eating at eight at night i go to bed wake up at four in the morning get dressed in the gym by five and when i'm working out i'm working out in a fasted state but like I said, it's adjustments. It's how you you got to listen to your body and see how it responds. Now, I'm not saying people who take supplements are full of shit and everything like that. I don't mean no disrespect to them. No. The thing is, at the end of the day, the thing is, when it comes to that, as long as you're not hurting others, you do you. You know, you do you. If it works for you, great. If it, if, um, it, but what I'm saying is for those starting, for those wanting to get into fitness and all this stuff, don't get fucking barraged or don't get overwhelmed by all this supplement shit. You don't need that. Just simple cup of coffee if you want as a pre-workout. If not, just drink water throughout your workout. Stay hydrated, you know? That's really all you need. The only supplement I use, and only because I've learned this about myself, is BCAs, branched-chain amino acids. Some people drink them all day. Not good. It's going to decrease your serotonin levels. You're going to feel like shit. You're going to feel kind of um, de depressed over time. Don't do that. The best thing, the, the only reason why I take BC, uh, BCAs is because um, simply the thing is, since I'm in a fasted state, I need amino acids to help me with recovery more. So I drink it during my workout. The damn thing, it fucking represents, it, it recommends two scoops, pre, intra, post-workout. Are you fucking kidding me? That's basically six scoops of fucking BCAs. I only need one little fucking scoop. That's it during the workout. So I'm not abusing the supplement or I'm not taking it as directed, but because I know my body and my body feels great. And honestly, if I'm being honest, I could probably do without the fucking supplement if I'm being honest. And I'm thinking of trying that once I get more into progress, once I progress more and can have proper protein intake and everything like that. Because essentially the protein is where the amino acids come from. If you have a proper protein intake and a good amount where you're supposed to meet, like with your macros, then you essentially don't need BCAs. That's the thing. You don't need that. But since I kind of lack on protein some days and I refuse to do protein powder, that's a different rant for another day. Um, the thing is I I have to resort to using that. You know what I mean? So, And it does help with my recovery, like I said. Um, but yeah, I mean the whole thing is – you don't need supplements or anything like that. All you need is an effective workout regimen and an effective diet or nutrition um, output. That's honestly those two things along with consistency and because um, along with consistency and patience over time, those things will get you results over time if you just stick with them. That's the thing. But you just got to learn the basics. Just stick to the basics. There's a saying, keep it simple, stupid. And I, I don't mean that to offend people or anything like that. But at the end of the day, I get overwhelmed. I'm like, fuck, what if I should do this? What if I should do this? What if? And I just think back, you know what? What's the one thing that's worked for me to help me lose weight? And I make a little simple list, less than five things. And I'm like, okay, I'll stick to these five things for now. And then I'll move on and try different things and uh, to add on and see the effectiveness and stuff like that. You just got to keep it simple sometimes to what it works because over time your body gets adjusted to workouts and then you have to make adjustments and whatnot from there. So like I said, just keep it simple. Just keep it simple. And that's what, what will help you get results and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, back to my original point everybody's body is different and that's the thing when you see someone do this when you see someone do that don't let that ego go to your head like oh they're doing it wrong that's not going to get them results or anything like that uh the thing is at the end of the day people do people people will learn on their own thing people will learn in their own way you know they're going to learn from their mistakes they're going to learn from their experiences you let them be but if they ask for help by all means go ahead and help them but the thing is otherwise if you're in the gym and stuff like that and you're in proper shape yourself because you did this you did that you did this you and you think you know it all the thing is you don't because you know yourself 
you don't know that other person. You don't know their diet. You don't know their sleep schedule. You don't know. Those are all the factors that you don't know. And that's why I want to be a trainer so I can help and get the, that's why I want to get certified so I can help people and monitor that and see how they're doing so I can properly and effectively implement a workout and fitness plan that'll work for them and honestly make them happy. You want people to look forward to working out, not dread it. And that's, that's one of my main motivators. You know, that's what keeps me going. So like I said, everybody's body's different. Don't judge. Don't be a dick. Don't think you know it all. Just humble yourself, swallow your fucking pride and keep your ego in check, plain and simple. So this leads me to my third and final point, experience over titles. Now you see PhDs, you see masters, you see bachelor's degree and stuff like that. Nutritionists, certified nutritionists and stuff like that. But honestly, the thing is, there's going to be two types of people. There's going to be the people that study and never put their plan into action. And there's going to be people that put their plan to action, but never really study. Uh, the problem is we got a bad mix of both. And both of them seem to be trending by the public because the public gets dismayed. And I'm not saying, nor am I saying education is stupid, nor am I saying don't go to college, nor am I saying be a fucking millennial and be uh, be popular over the internet. No, no, no. I get tired of that shit too. I'm currently going to school. I'm going to be, I want to become a diet, a nutritionist. And then from there, I want to pursue my master's, become a registered dietitian. But the thing is, I simply want to get the title so I can get the knowledge and learn what they have to offer me. And then I basically learn, I basically, from what I've been taught and from what I've been learned, I start to apply it to people. I want to be the scholar that actually works with people and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, there is no better experience when it comes to nutrition and, uh, and, uh, health through food or, uh, nutrition, uh, sorry, fitness and nutrition. There is no better way to practice that and to master it rather than working with people and changing things up and seeing how people react to it over time and stuff like that. That is single handedly the best way you can get the best experience ever is working with people. And that's the thing. Sometimes, um, sometimes doctors or, you know, PhD people think they know it all, but the thing is they don't because people are people, you'd be surprised the reactions people have. Those statements they're reading, the studies are done. They're done on small little groups. They're done. Some are done on big groups, but they're only done for like a year or a couple months or fucking even a week. You don't know how the hell they'll monitor that over a year. We don't have the tools. We don't have the capabilities to do that. What we have is working from one from one person at a time and making a change through that. You know, so that's the thing. Experience is always gonna trump over the titles, but the thing the thing is. And the reason why that is, is because as a trainer, for example, if they're to train so many people and they see that this certain workout is effective and stuff like that, by all means, how come a person with the title says, oh, that workout isn't effective? It's like, oh yeah, motherfucker, well, look at all these people that have done this workout. Why is it effective? Because I have experience. I've trained all these people and whatnot. You know what I mean? That's kind of what I mean by experience sometimes over Trump's titles. Because the thing is, you can, you may go to school and learn it all and know about all the theories, all the applications, but can you genuinely, have you personally, you yourself, not fucking other studies, applied it and did the theory and confirmed it with other people? And how many people have you done that with for how fucking long? And that's honestly what it kind of comes down to at the end of the day, you know? The thing is, you got to just keep practicing. You got to learn to apply it. You learn what you learn and you apply it. That's where I failed so many times because I've tried to learn what I've learned and I never really applied it because I was full of doubt. I was full of fucking, uh, I, I had, I had kind of an ego. I, I didn't want to seem arrogant or anything like that. But the thing is, I've learned it with myself. And like I said, that's why I stress that this podcast is very personal 
in my personal experience because in no way shape or form am i telling you all do this do this do that do that no i'm giving you all my opinion i'm giving you all my insight i'm giving you all my reason to this if you willingly want to go ahead and try it go for it by all means take my suggestions take my ideas take my thoughts see how that plays into your life get back to me let me know let me know how this goes maybe we'll run a whole fucking social experiment and i'll fucking do a whole thesis and shit now nah, i'm joking but no, generally speaking, um, I am speaking from my heart here. You know, I, I want to be a voice of reason to y'all. And I want to just sometimes I just want to talk some sense to y'all. You know what I mean? Because I see a lot of bullshit and I, I hate it. I hate the bullshit. And I want to get this out to everybody, you know, not just myself. I don't want to be in my thoughts. But like I said, that's why I say experience and stuff, working with people, working with others and learning to not only learn the knowledge, but apply it in a practical setting, you know. So with that being said experience is definitely over titles hands down for sure and uh i want to leave this quote of the week which ties into a little everything overall because the thing is everybody has a different body and everyone has a different skill that they're good at when it comes to the body you know some people are runners some people are, li are power lifters some people are good at building up muscle and looking aesthetic as fuck you know the bodybuilders and shit so I'm going to leave y'all with this one quote for the week. No man has the right to be an amateur in the matter of physical training. It is a shame for a man to grow old without seeing the beauty and strength of which his body is capable. That was quoted by yours truly, Aristotle, the philosopher himself. So with that being said, y'all take care. Y'all have a great fucking end of the week and y'all have a great weekend. And I hope y'all have a great start of the fucking week. And for those of y'all starting school, best of luck, blessings to y'all and blessings and good luck to myself as well. <laughs> and I do thank y'all for listening. I appreciate it. Stay tuned next week for another, for another episode on the big guy grind until then, ladies and gentlemen, stay grinding. This is Carlos out.